Within us all, there resides a hero. We just have to learn how to tap in and unleash the power inside. Kylie Ann Bowers is the founder of Mind Your Hero. And this podcast is the mind foot you need to transform your mindset, manifest your desires, and live a life filled with magic. Each episode inspires you to discover your dreams and equips you with the tools and courage you need to transform your life. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for hitting play. Now, let's begin. Let's talk about money and why this topic is so triggering. However, it is also probably something that you want more of. Now, if you have not yet registered for our free three-part masterclass series on how you can manifest more money through activating your mind, body, and soul, I would highly recommend that you pause this podcast and go and do this before even carrying on listening to the rest of what I have to say. This podcast is definitely in celebration for this masterclass that is coming up next week, and I am so excited to talk more about money and how to activate abundance through your mind, body, and soul using everything holistically. So let's dive into what is money and why is it triggering? Why is it that we want more of it? And why is it that we demonize something so much? Okay, what is money? For me, money is simply just energy. It's an exchange of energy. Now, if we look back in time to medieval times, there was always an exchange, a trade of some sort. We saw people trading silks for perhaps different foods or different spices for different commodities. There's always been an exchange, something for something. And money is no different. It's just an exchange. It is a tool to get resources, commodities in our lives that help us live a better life. So this is why money is essentially something that we do need in order to survive unless you are somebody that is a completely sustainable um, subsistence farmer where you can plant your own things, harvest your own things and do all of that. But even that will require you to purchase land. It will require you to purchase the first seeds. So money is something that we 100% do need. Now, the reason money is so triggering is because of belief systems from our parents, from society, from ourselves. And that is why it's so triggering. But money itself is neither good or bad. Money is just money. Yet we've given it so many different notions or contexts because of the belief systems of things that we have been made to believe about money. So I've always used the example of a knife, right? If you look at a knife, a knife could either either be used to harm or injure somebody, murder somebody, or it could be used to prepare a beautiful meal. It could even be used in a surgery in kind of environment where a surgeon uses it to save a person's life. But yet we label a knife as either good or bad depending on the context in which it was used. So if it was used to murder somebody, obviously then it becomes a bad object. But if it was used to save somebody's life or prepare a beautiful meal, all of a sudden it's an it's a beautiful element that we get to celebrate and revere for its brilliance. Is it truly the knife though? 
No, it is the person that is using the knife that has the intention behind with which they are using that object. And that is actually the good, the perceived good or bad thing. Now, I say perceived good or bad because the law of relativity states that there is nothing that is either good or bad. Everything is just as it is. And it's only our perception of how something is used that makes it good or bad. But there is no such thing as being good or bad in the world. And money is exactly the same thing. Money can either be good or bad. It just is. And when we stop putting these labels on it or making it seem to be this devilish thing, we will start to see our relationship with money start to shift and change. So when we start to look at it as just a simple neutral resource, we can start to become aware of where we might have received belief systems in the past about money. So for example, you may have believed or have ever heard of the saying, oh, well, money's just the root of all evil, or only rich people are greedy, etc. Now, in our subconscious mind, it is imperative to know that our subconscious mind will try and protect us at all costs. Our subconscious mind also wants to ensure that we're the best version of ourselves always. It wants us to be a morally good being. Now, if your subconscious mind is believing that money is the root of all evil, it is signaling to you that you do not want to be evil and therefore it will repel money from your existence. Now, obviously, going back to one of my first points, you want to create more money in your life because money allows us to have a better life. And, you know, a lot of people think that if they receive more money than you're taking away from somebody else. But money is a resource just like the sun. If I go and stand outside in my front lawn right now and soak up the sun rays that are actually very brilliantly shining out of the window right now, I'm not going to be taking away less sun from somebody that might be standing in Australia right now. So I'm currently in Ireland, I'm in Dublin. If I had to go and soak up the sun rays in Dublin, it's not going to hinder somebody in Australia from soaking up the same amount of time in the sun. And if when we start to think of money that way, we start to realize and really, really harness this knowing of there is more than enough to go around for everyone. Okay. And if you read The Science of Getting Rich or Think and Grow Rich, or any of those really profound books, you start to realize that money's never going to run out. There is always going to be more created. And when money first started to come about, there was obviously a finite amount of it, but it has grown and it has evolved and money is going to continue to do so. If we even look at the new world in terms of cryptos and all of these different types of currencies, money is changing and evolving. There is always going to be a new way to make money. Money is going to continue to grow and evolve and change the way it looks. Yet we get stuck in our belief systems of there's not, not enough for everyone. There are so many problems in the world. And just because you want to be a good person, it does not mean that you should live in scarcity and lack to try and better the lives of others, 
okay? So many people think, but, oh, you know, if I, you know, live in poverty and I have money problems and it makes me a better person, but I don't understand how that makes you a better person. You need to realize that when you are a good person making a great amount of money, you get to do even more good in the world. Imagine the charities you could support, the lifestyle you could provide your family, the lifestyle you could provide yourself. Because when we fill up our own cups and we really act from a place of overflowing with self-love and self-care and prosperity and all of that, we attract more situations into our lives, but we can also help more people do the same thing. And you don't necessarily have to be a coach. You don't necessarily have to teach people about money. But when you become the representational person of how to embody the essence of abundance, you actually influence and become a role model to others to do the same. And this is why we talk about your vibe attracting your tribe. And there's a saying that if you are surrounded by nine losers, you are going to become the 10th. And I know that's a very harsh statement, but your vibe will essentially attract your tribe and what you are surrounding yourself with will also start to change and alter. Now, when you start to shift and change and alter your vibration into becoming more abundant, you're going to elevate people around you to look at money differently too, to see things differently as well. Now, if you don't believe me, I've got some stories to share on how this has happened in my life. When I was doing my NLP certification and training, I had massive profound breakthroughs the whole week. It's a very intensive in-person course. You are constantly working on other people. They are constantly working on yourself. And it's basically like a week of intensive therapy for 10 hours a day, sometimes more. And you have a lot of breakthroughs. And at one point, my facilitator came up to me and he's like, Kylie, you've really had, I can see you've really had some profound breakthroughs this week what are, how are your family and your partner reacting to you? Because he knew, he knew that when I changed, the world around me would change too. Now, this could have gone in two ways. One, people could have broken away from me and not resonated with me at all anymore. And that's why why we see so many people when they do start working on themselves, they lose friendships, they may have relationship difficulties. It's because you're no longer vibrating on the same plane. Or you inspire people to level up, to reach new levels. So in this week, all of a sudden, I had my mom reaching out to me saying, you know, I've decided that I'm not going to read the newspaper as much anymore. And I'm really just going to focus on the positive. I had Lloyd, who was my boyfriend at the time, also having profound breakthroughs in his life. I had friends saying to me, you know, I know I used to gossip all the time about this person, but I've decided that I no longer need to worry about them because they're not part of my experience anymore. And this was a huge moment for me of realizing that when I change my internal reality and my internal world, it also helps elevate those around me, those nearest and dearest around me to grow and evolve with me. And when you become abundant and focus on 
your wealth mindset, you will empower others to do the same. And imagine we could really lift humanity up by thinking about money in a very positive context and using it in profound ways. The world would be very different. Now, let's talk about beliefs around money and where you will have picked them up from because there's many different ways that money beliefs are passed on. So the first one I like to look at is through your tribe. Now, your tribe are generally your parents or your primary caretakers. And I want to reinforce this concept that we are not here to blame our parents. We are not here to shame them or say they did a terrible job because they did the best that they could with the resources that they had available to them. And we're going to go into generational trauma here because money is not just about your parents' beliefs. It's about their parents' beliefs, their parents' beliefs, their parents' beliefs, their parents' beliefs. And that is something that has been passed on through generation to generation to generation. And if you are listening to this podcast, I can guarantee you that you have been chosen in your family lineage to break the cycle of perhaps poverty thinking scarcity thinking. You are here for a very specific reason and you are the person that gets to do this healing work. So with your tribe passing on all these belief systems, the best thing to start navigating and researching is, well, what do my parents believe about money? And how far back can you trace your lineage? And what were what were the jobs or what were the things that people did in exchange for making an income. This is where we also see how systemic problems can really help like hinder people from manifesting prosperity because it's part of people's DNA that they were born into poverty thinking. Okay. And it is difficult to break the cycle, but it is not impossible. And that's what I really want you to take from this is that everything can be changed and altered and rewired if you just start creating the awareness of it. Now, many trauma, I love doing generational healing with many, specifically with my one-on-one clients or clients that come for breakthrough sessions. Because it is so fascinating how the souls inside your body remember where you first ever received a belief from. Now, I've had clients that have had difficulties with money. And I'm going to explain one of the client's stories that I've recently worked with who had an amazing, profound breakthrough when it came to money. They had recently immigrated And when we went back into their generational timeline, they saw that their forefathers had also immigrated for different opportunities to a land where prosperity was overflowing. And they realized that they just had to reach out and grab money. Within a month of just shifting this paradigm, of just healing this generational trauma, of, you know, seeing seeing things differently, they were able to manifest an extra 11,000 euros, 11,000 euros into their life, into their bank accounts. They have a corporate job. It was not through working harder. It was actually through working less and created so much more abundance just by shifting and healing what had happened in their lineage. Now, 
what is generational trauma? Because maybe you're listening to this and you're hearing about generational trauma for the first time. So this is where we look at epigenetics and it's absolutely fascinating. And through epigenetics, we're starting to get scientific proof and evidence that generational trauma can be passed through at least seven generations. Okay, now I like to use Bruce Lipson's work as a point of reference. And what he did is he took mice and I know that animal testing is not necessarily the best thing. So please forgive me if you are completely against it, but the studies are really profound. So he took mice and he he used shock therapy that every time they smelled a cherry blossom, the, the mice would get shocked. He bred those mice together and those pups, when they were exposed to cherry blossoms, without even having had the shock therapy done, would immediately start to feel anxious and will, would panic every time they smelled cherry blossoms, even though they had never experienced trauma themselves. He then took a, a, a mouse that had received the shock therapy, as well as a mouse that hadn't, bred with those, and the pups would still feel anxiety and panic every time they smelt a cherry blossom. So this starts to prove that the trauma that we have may not have only started with us. And it's been passed down sometimes from seven generations. It's actually starting to be proven that it's further, but science has concretely proven seven generations now. And this just shows us that the things that we feel around money may not always be our own. So that's how we look at the tribal belief systems around money. Now, I've worked with a lot of clients who have also gone back on their generational timeline and seen members of their family working in coal mines, working really hard and have now received the belief of I have to work really hard through blood, sweat and tears quite literally in order to receive anything to you know, compensate for the work I do. And just by rewiring those beliefs, their realities around money have changed so drastically. It's absolutely incredible. So that's the tribal belief systems. Then we go into societal belief systems. Now, this is what we see in the media. This is what we pick up on a daily basis. And I'm going to reiterate this point because I think a lot of people don't even realize what they are consuming on a day-to-day -day basis. What are we consuming through news? What are we consuming through music even? So if you are listening to songs about being a broke-ass bitch, you're going to probably be a broke-ass bitch. <laughs> I'm putting it to you straight. You need to change the content and the life that you are living when it comes to money. If you have a group of friends that only love to complain about how expensive everything is and how they can't afford anything, then guess what? You're going to fall into the exact same trap because this beautiful competitive nature in us comes out and we're like, oh yeah, I also just was like so broke last month and I couldn't afford this and we want to compete with how broke we all are change your circle of friends or change the topic because speaking about money in that way is just going to bring about more lack. So how are you speaking about money? Where are you picking up information about money? What are you seeing in your surroundings about money? Are you somebody that picks up a coin and it's just like, oh, there's another coin or, oh my word, there's a penny on the floor. Abundance is coming to me next. 
The third one that we pick up belief systems from is actually our self-imposed beliefs. So perhaps, for example, you were laughed at at school because you were fortunate enough to receive a new pair of really sick kicks, okay? And all of a sudden, you were laughed at, which made you believe that, oh, I'm, I'm not to be taken seriously because I was I had something of material wealth available to me. So where in your life have you been made to feel ashamed or embarrassed or laughed at or, you know, for having or not having money? It goes both ways. Think about situations and times like that where money has just been a thing for you and what your experiences were like in it. We have so many stories of clients who have really transformed their relationship with money, especially from going through Anisha Hero, because what you can probably start to realize now is that money is not just about a single point of trauma. Money can come from many different areas of your life. It can come from feelings of, I don't feel valued, therefore I don't feel valued, I don't value myself, therefore the world doesn't value me either. Beliefs like, I'm not enough, create, I'm not enough money. Things like, I'm just bad with finances because I'm a disorganized person. I'm currently working with a one-on-one client who doesn't believe she's responsible. And she had, again, a really interesting belief on how people needed to look after her and people needed to look after her in monetary ways as well. And the moment we started to shift those out, she started attracting more clients into her business because she realized that she was actually way more responsible than she realized she was. So really take heed in your life and see that everything is actually connected to your money stories and to your bank accounts and if I were to go and ask your bank accounts how do you how are you treated by this person what do you think your bank account would respond with and if it's oh yeah she doesn't treat me very well there's no respect there's no love you need to do something about that relationship so start by dating your bank account even and seeing the profound changes that will happen when you start to look at money in a very different light. So many people say things like, oh, I'm desperately needing money. I desperately want it. But then they also demonize people for having it. So when we see people with great wealth traveling in first class and living a life of luxury, how do you feel? If you feel jealous, you're demonizing money. If you feel that you don't want to celebrate them because, oh, well, you know, they've just got a rich husband, all this, you're again demonizing money. If you're saying things like, oh yeah, daddy probably paid for that. Again, you're still demonizing money because you don't believe it is possible for that individual to create that amount of wealth. So how are you viewing people living the life that you potentially want? Because the the, the hard truth is, is that the moment we're jealous, the moment we want to say nasty things about others, It's actually just a reflection of our deepest desires, but we demonize it and therefore we repel it. So 
If you are a person that's even, and I've seen this so many times, I've seen this, I've seen this so many times. I've seen people saying, if you are able to afford this, don't flash it on Facebook. It's just wrong. And, you know, really respect those around you. And I get where that comes from. I really do get where that comes from. And it comes from a place of, you know, you want everybody to feel included and you want everybody to feel that they are loved and celebrated. The biggest mistake I see people making when trying to manifest their dream life is that they only use one out of three elements. So join me next week from the 30th of May to the 1st of June, where you can learn how to activate your mind, body, and soul to manifest more money and live your dream life. Sign up in the show notes below or go to www.mindyourhero.com forward slash manifest more money. But what if we shifted our perspective to seeing the people that have what we want as true inspirations and expanders in our reality for what is possible for us. The truth is, is that if somebody is coming into your reality, they're living the lifestyle that you so wish you had, it means that you're already an energetic match for that possibility to even exist in your vortex. So instead of demonizing those people instead of feeling jealous and envious and I know it's easier said than done I really get it but instead of being an envious jealous person about the things that we want how about you use those people to inspire and expand your mindset that's when you will truly see a shift in your reality and your financial ceiling and your financial floor will start to raise when I first entered a coaching program we were going around it was a hot seat coaching environment and the coach asked people what they were manifesting and creating in their businesses it was a business mastermind and people had started saying that they would want to create five thousand dollars a month in their business and for me this was crazy because I was starting out business in a side hustle way where I just wanted to create an extra two or three hundred dollars a month and I was completely blown away when people were saying they wanted to pay themselves a salary of five thousand dollars I was like oh my word I did not even know that this was possible well then I almost fell off my chair because the coach responded five thousand dollars is too little you should be aiming for at least ten and that just completely blew my mind that people were even able to attain such wealth through doing an industry I was just entering in. And I didn't feel overwhelmed by this. I felt so inspired by this that that's what I went and set out to do. Because I normalized, I normalized $10,000 a month so greatly that it became my reality quite soon after. And now we're we've got bigger goals and whenever I see a person and it, it, it can be tricky because this is where comparison can become the devil whenever I see a person in the coaching space that has had, has had an incredible launch I don't think to myself oh well I wish that could be me well they're doing it better than me so why should I even bother I say if it can happen for them it can happen for me too and that's where I kind of want to leave it today what are you demonizing about money and how can you shift it to actually becoming an inspiration or 
or creates awareness within you of where a belief is sitting that just needs to be healed. Remember, you're not a broken person. You don't need fixing. There's nothing about your mind that needs fixing. It just needs healing. It needs to let go. Now, if you've really loved this episode, I hope that you will be joining us for the Manifestation Masterclass series where you'll learn how to manifest more money through activating your mind, body, and soul. And if you have missed that, then make sure to join our Manifest $150 in 7 Days Challenge. That's a free money course that we offer. All of the links will be placed in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see more of you shift your money stories, heal your wealth mindset, and really step into living an abundant life where you can live your dream life too. If you've loved this episode, please share and tag us on Instagram. Let us know what your biggest takeaways were and how you are going to be changing your relationship with money from today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. We hope it's lit a fire within you to go after and achieve your dreams. If you loved this episode, we'd be honored if you would leave a review and share it with your friends on social media. As a thank you for sharing in our dream to inspire millions across the globe, we'll gift you a guided meditation that will allow you to step into the power of your inner hero faster than you could ever imagine. For daily inspiration, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Mind Your Hero. We've absolutely adored our time together on this episode and look forward to you tuning in again. Until next time, we wish you a magic-filled week.